0: Straight up, pay him, pay that man his money.
1: Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better go! Show me the money! Uh,
0: we like, like the juice, Juice, yeah. Yeah. juice uh, is, good. Juice is very good. Very good. Very good, very good. So good.
1: Well, it is super are cashing out I'm Scotty Vegas with Anthony Rothman and Moneyline Mark and well we thought we'd get to Super Bowl week with an Ohio team in hmm. the Super Bowl right guys just the wrong Ohio team
0: <laughs> my goodness
1: unbelievable now I I was I was going through this yesterday on my show and we were trying to guess at uh, some of the teams that were the longest shot odds from the beginning of the season to go on and win uh, the championship, whether it be... And, uh, and we, we kept it to American Sports Championship, so Major League Baseball, uh, you've got NFL, you've got NBA, you've got hockey, and you know the longest odds from the start of the season to go on and win a Super Bowl or, or win a championship. And, guys, the Bengals would be the long, the longest shot that I could find. 125 to 1? One. Well, so it's different in different places. So uh, 150 to 1 I've seen uh, for the Bengals, and I've also seen them as high as 200 to 1. Um, but uh, the other one that is close uh, actually I want to have you guys guess Do you know the other American sports team in a uh, that has won a championship what was close to those odds uh that the Bengals are at the start of this year
0: a championship yep in a big in a big four sport in, in one of the big four sports yeah okay. it's not like Olympians or any of those teams not like miracle on ice or that Okay. Nope.
1: One of the major um, sports long shot
0: to win. Mark, uh, Mark, you have? Any I, I have a couple. I have a couple. Okay. The one that jumps to my mind real fast. Yeah. And this is kind of going to date myself. Is when Nova beat Georgetown.
1: Okay, so I'm. I'm it's got to be professional sports. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> professional right. sports. Four. The four major go leagues. Ba- got to go
0: back to the to the drawing board on that one. Um, Boy, one of the main four. I think when, when Eli beat the Pats, remember the Pats were undefeated, right? Yeah. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. I had to be a. But oh, I, you're talking about before the season. That's yes. just an underdog in that game. Okay.
1: Yeah. Long shot, start the of the year. South.
2: This year's Braves are probably up there. I don't think many people predicted that.
1: That's pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's, I can tell you it's nowhere near uh, the 150 or 200 that the Bengals were. And, I, and I'm, mm. um, I'll give you guys a hint. Okay. It was an NFL team that was the, that big of a long shot to go on and win a Super Bowl.
0: NFL team. Um, boy, that is a tough one, man. You got to go through your mind on Super Bowl teams. Let me ask you this. Because, and how, how, how long ago? Can you give us kind of a window? Sure.
1: Uh, it was within the last 25
0: years. Last 25 years. Who would have been that? I, you know, I'd be curious. I don't know, Mark, how you feel about this. But when you start thinking about the teams that have won Super Bowls and, and quarterbacks and all that, because my mind goes to who is going to quarterback them that year and all that the beginning of the year. What do you think about that Rams team with Kurt Warner? Were they supposed to be that great? I can't remember.
2: Well, I think Trent Green was projected you know, as the starter. and He was yeah, pretty
0: good. That jumps to my mind because um, he's kind of given us a little hint here in, tw- in the last 25 years. Go so. no further. <laughs> Wait, seriously? You, that's it. No, that's it good. was? That was wow. it. The greatest show on turf?
2: Yes. Yes. Who are you going to guess, Mark? I was gonna say like Brady's first Super Bowl like because I don't think anyone expected him to be as good as obviously he turned out to be so I figured he'd be a pretty big underdog that's a
1: really good guess mm-hmm. too they were 60 to one in in 2001 when they won it all uh the St Louis Rams yep 150 to one yeah there has only been two teams with a hundred. To one or longer preseason odds to reach the Super Bowl wow. in the last 40 years. And that's the Bengals this year, and it was the Rams in 99, yeah. and the Rams ended up yep. winning it. So now,
0: what were the Rams this year before? Oh, uh, gosh. I want to say they were about 14, yeah. 15 to one. I think they were decent value. There were a lot of people, you know, I went back and looked at SI, and they almost nailed it. They picked KC and the Rams. Yeah. And, you know, they got as close as you can get. And, You know, the Rams were a very trendy pick for a lot of teams. And then you add the OBJ situation to it. And I think what's holding people back on the Rams is that, you know, when a team goes all in, do they always win? That's number one. And then the Stafford thing, right? The wait and see on Stafford. They finally gave him everything. Can he handle the pressure? Can he live up to it? And then here we are. So I do know this is the lowest seeded game ever. Four versus four.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Okay, so I want to give you guys a couple other fun numbers, yep. Super Bowl betting numbers to guess. Uh, I'll give you five different ones. So mm-hmm. this is a best-of-five contest here. So we'll start out with with Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, Mark, okay, all these Super Bowls that we've, we've seen, we've seen 55 of them, right? <laughs> um, the betting favorites record against the spread. How many wins against the spread does the favorite have in the Super Bowl? Uh money line mark your first guess.
2: Out of how many? Fifty something?
1: Yeah, fifty-five.
2: 50, 50, 50.
1: Um uh, thirty-two. Okay, Anthony. That mm. the favorite covered the spread.
0: <sighs> We've had a lot of blowouts over the years. Super Bowl rarely lives up to its billing. Now this year, hopefully it will. The only blowouts we had were in the wild card round. Then after that, it seemed like all the games were very good. And so I'm going to say out of 55, that the blowouts usually came from the favorite, not from the dog, not like some outright dog. Now, we've had a couple, and I, I even talked about a couple on my show today where like Peyton Manning took that offense against Seattle, and Seattle just whacked him. Yeah, that record setting offense. But So he said 32 out of 55, which is a pretty good number. I'm going to play the prices right and go over to try to get a little closer. So let's go with 34. Okay. I like the thought process, but the actual answer is Is.
1: 27. Okay. The the betting favorite is 27, 26, and two. Boy, I thought with all the blowouts that they would come from the favorite side. One point. Money line mark. Now, the question goes to you first, okay. Anthony, and then Mark's got a chance to, mm-hmm. uh, to steal, steal here. Okay. The number of outright upsets by betting underdogs in the Super Bowl. Okay, so the underdog winning the Super Bowl, how many times has it happened?
0: <sighs> Not against the spread. They have to win the Super Bowl. Okay, so we're talking about outright wins. And we're talking out we of 55. should have a little bit of an advantage here. Um. I think early on, you had some. Because my Vikes were favored early in Super Bowls that they lost. The Baltimore Colts were favored, certainly against Namath. They lost outright. Um, we've had all those great Dallas-Pittsburgh games. I think my Vikes are a big problem with all this, because they were probably favored and maybe like... Although they, they played some pretty good teams later on. Um, San Fran teams, they won... How many outright, how many dogs have won it outright? This is going to be a low number. I think it's going to be a low number, but I'm trying to feed off your last little statistical thing about covering the spread. Um, I'm going to say 12.
1: Mark, how many upsets have we seen in the Super Bowl? Mark? Mark?
0: We lost
2: him. Sorry, oh, sorry,
0: thirteen. Oh, he months. was thinking.
1: Oh, okay. He, he was he was going through it in his mind. He was he was adding up the all, all the underdogs together there. Okay. Uh oh. Two points. Oh no. Mark, zero, Anthony. The correct answer is we've seen twenty upsets. That many? Huh? Twenty okay. out of fifty-five games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm going to give you. uh, This goes back to Anthony being first uh, since 1995. We have seen, uh, obviously, th- this is when we're going to start with the uh, Vegas sports betting and and it okay. really blowing up. How many times since 1995 has Vegas had a net loss on the Super Bowl? Okay, so basically, uh, the Nevada sports books take a net loss. How many times since 1995 in the Super Bowl? Uh, over being wagered. So that's what, uh, five, that's 26 years.
0: So out of 26 times, how many times have they taken a net loss? Yeah. Uh, People love to bet the Super Bowl, and people are usually wrong. So I'm going to say out of 26 Super Bowls, they took a net loss in seven of them. Okay, Mark?
2: I'm going to say lower. I'll take six.
0: Mark with the sweep, the oh, correct
2: no.
1: answer, and this is unbelievable. I was going to
0: go six, but the correct answer is two, two years uh, yeah. well, they have taken. So a my loss. theory was correct, but I just didn't go low enough.
1: They lost two point six million dollars when the Giants beat the Patriots yep. Yep. in the Super Bowl, and they also got dinged when in actually in nineteen ninety five when the 49ers won and covered in a big number over the over the chart. This is going to be great cuz so. then
0: I'm going eventually going to be due to win an actual bet cuz I'm doing <laughs> so poorly. Uh
1: the other numbers I was going to ask you guys, uh the amount of money wagered since 1991 in Las Vegas on the Super Bowl is 2.8 billion dollars and mm. um the net win on the Super Bowl for Nevada sports books since 1991 is, is $217 million. So those were the numbers I was going to ask you, but we saw a sweep in the uh, little contest. All right, guys, initial thoughts on side for this game. Mark, you go first.
2: You know, everyone's been getting, betting against the Bengals all year. Um, it's really what's going on again now. Um, I like their chances as the underdog. Uh, Lines moved a little bit, but uh, I really – think the Bengals are going to come out and play really hard, and I'm hoping they win, expecting the Bengals to win.
0: My knee-jerk reaction was take the points. I can't tell you whether they're going to win or not. I know there are some people that want to go money line with, with Cincinnati because you are getting decent value there, but four-and-a-half is a nice number. That's a nice number to have in your back pocket in a, perhaps a lower-scoring game. Uh, the public seems to be all over that, which scares me a little bit because this has ticked up to four-and-a-half, which – actually kind of surprised a little bit. Bengals have been very bad against top 10 defenses this year. That's that's the one thing I kind of look at. The other thing you look at is that O-line against when is it finally going to catch up with them? Now, they've done a really good job, and Joe Burrow's been the guy. But the fact that, you know, between Jonah Williams and Quentin Spain and Trey Hopkins and Dennegy and Jackson Carmen and, like, Isaiah Prince – you want to believe that these guys can somehow man up against the Rams, but I just don't know how it's going to be done. That scares me a little bit. So um, my money and heart is certainly going to be in the same place. I think it's going to be with Cincinnati getting the four and a half. Um, my my gut tells me that the Rams somehow squeeze out this game, but you don't want to you don't want to you know overlook. Joe Burrow, because all he's done as a dog is win, and that 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 to me, the the nine and zero or whatever they are, Joe Burrow is when he's a a dog of three or more, yep. has been a big big selling point to me. Rams have started fast in the postseason. Bengals have not. When does that catch up with them? And we're kind of sitting here with, you know, can the Cincinnati defense? Do enough the way they did against Kansas City? Can they can they drop, you know, seven or eight guys and figure it out from there, or more than that, or nine guys? Or what well, what they were rushing three and they were dropping eight. Um, so I just feel like you're eventually going to get to the point where this O line comes back to haunt them. Now Joe Burrow's done a great job dumping it off. They've designed plays to get it out of his hands. He's a good scrambler. He seems to get out of trouble, so that helps a lot. And their weapons can can match up with anybody. So long answer, I like the four and a half, but I'm not absolutely sold. Because if I was sold that they were going to win the game, I would just bet them on the money line and take that value. What is the value on the money line with Cincinnati? Do you know what the price is?
2: Let me pull that up. 12-160 left. Okay. Night. Yep,
0: so. All right, so there's a big difference in grabbing the four and a half or not. It's a close game, right? We don't anticipate a blowout. We haven't seen many blowouts, so that's – makes me feel good having the four and a half but you know it's it's one of those things that that's tough to figure out but I'm I'm with Mark I'll take Cincinnati in the points.
1: I'll take Cincinnati okay. in the points as well plus four and a half mm-hmm. uh, as far as I, I'm with you I I, I kind of feel like the Rams might win the game, but um, I think four and a half is is too high. I was surprised that it was that much. Uh, more than a field goal, to me, surprised me. I think the one thing that scares me as a Bengals better is that defensive line and the, the, the yeah. pass rush that they get because they're, they're as good as anybody in the NFL. And you're right. The Bengals actually have not played a lot of elite defenses this year. Um, when they so, have their one and five so, yeah, so top that's, ten defenses. That's a big yeah. problem for me. Um, but – you know, look at the, these trends. There's a lot of trends that point the other way too, because mm-hmm. you know these the underdogs are coming through. We know that the Bengals have been great as an underdog. Underdogs in the last ten Super Bowls uh, are six and four. Okay, outright six and four outright. The underdogs are winning the Super Bowl in the last ten years. It's unbelievable. Um, I, to me, it's a coin flip game, and that's why I would take
0: the Absolutely. points. Absolutely, I'm with you, guys. I mean, that's it. I mean, I can't sit here today and say that I'm ultra confident that one of these teams wins the game. All we've seen is close games. Two good quarterbacks, one that has the pre- career pressure on him of Stafford and one in Joe Burrow that has the pressure of you you're the guy and you have to live up to everything that everyone thinks about you in your second year. Like now, he doesn't view that. He's done a really good job at defending any kind of pressure, but and all he knows is how to win championships. So this is why we arrive at a little bit of house money for Cincinnati. I do like the fact that they really believe they can win the game. They've changed their phrase to why not us to it is us. And they've kind of really gone all in to adopt that. And so here we go. It's just a matter of, of, you know, I got talked into this last year. I talked myself into that Patrick Mahomes writes all wrongs that we all knew that Kansas city's old line was decimated. We knew that Tampa was going to be tough. And I, and I talked myself into, well, it's Patrick Mahomes. Do I really want to bet against him? Listen, I, I've seen Tom Brady win a Super Bowl with no touchdowns and a pick when he beat the Rams 13-3. Like, it's, sometimes these games are weird and they don't live up to the billing, but I agree with Scott. In a, in a game that I view a little more of a coin flip, to be able to get four and a half out of the gate is a nice thing to have in your back pocket.
1: All right, let's talk Super Bowl props. All three of us are on the Bengals, Kind of a dangerous mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> um, but uh, I want to get your take first on what is your favorite prop bet out there? Moneyline Mark, you go first.
2: Uh, this week, it's it's easy for me. Uh, Mixing at 62 and a half rushing yards. I think he has way more than that. I think he's going to get fed the ball quite a bit uh, just to – kind of keep pace and keep that offense on the field. So that's my favorite.
0: Yeah, it's weird that that's your favorite because I'm a little bit worried about that. I thought that total was a little high for him. He, he's only cleared that number. Um, it's the only time he cleared that number all postseason uh, was against the Chiefs with the 88, and they ran him late. And it's the first time he's done that in the last eight games dating back to the regular season. So um, you're right, game, the way they want to play, Maybe that that could hit, but the Rams' defense has been really good against the run. They haven't allowed a running back with 65 yards rushing uh, in all three of their games they've played. So I, I what well, they give up 51 to Leonard Fournette, and I think they have a clear advantage over that O line, which I've already stated. So I'm a little surprised that's your best bet. Just on, I actually, if you want to go with Mixon, Scotty, what are his receiving yards? Because I think that that seems a little better for me in that. You could probably win that bet on one play. what's his receiving yard twenty six and a half. you could luck into that on one pass, one screen one like they did to Sammy P. Ryan against the chiefs. like you could luck into that in one um listen, you can either go for value or you can go for maybe a sure thing. I think Jamar Chase is an anytime touchdown score at even money is that's probably as good as it gets for me i I mean even money for a guy that. Has been a go-to guy for them all year. Now he's going to see Jalen Ramsey a lot, and that that may be why he's getting even money right now. But I also don't see Ramsey covering him all game. I mean, he's going to have an opportunity to break one in the red zone. He did that against Kansas City. Um, he's a big-time player. You know they're going to go down swinging to him. So give me Jamar Chase anytime touchdown scored to even money.
1: So. I am going the opposite of what you just said in the fact that I, you know, the fact that Jalen Ramsey is going to be on chase throughout the game. Mm-hmm. I like the second and third receivers for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I like T Higgins a lot looking at his numbers. <laughs> he's been good uh, over under five and a half receptions. I think he's going to need six or more receptions. Um, and I think that uh, his, his, his receiving yard numbers are, uh, I like even more, uh, which is 71-and-a-half. I just think that the Bengals are going to be throwing the ball a lot. Um, I, I I love T. Higgins' opportunity, and I also kind of like Tyler Boyd at 40-and-a-half receiving yards and mm-hmm. also three and a half receptions. So those are the ones I'm targeting. I'm afraid of Chase versus Jalen Ramsey, and I'm afraid of Mixon's rushing because of the front seven And that front for the Rams is just so good. So um, that's that's where my head is at. Uh, Let's go with our second favorite prop here. We're gonna do three each, Um, and I'll go first on this one. I actually like the under in the football game. Forty-eight and a half to me is a little bit high. Uh, I know that one thing that pushes these numbers up for the Super Bowl is people love to bet overs. The public is betting a ton for this Super Bowl, And I think that number is a little bit higher than what it could be. So 48 and a half is a little high for me. So I would go under for the total.
0: Yeah. And I don't know how they, they bake it in certainly with especially being a popular game and people wanting to root for points. Although there is some balance and you know, that these teams have been, you know, or at least the Rams, um, you know, it's not like they're blowing teams out with big, big points, but I, I'll go with, um, this is so. What I've identified here is trying to win a prop bet on one play. So I'm not going with the seven and a half catches or this many yards. And so what I've designed is the one like where Joe Mixon could actually get those receiving yards on one play if he broke one or get close to it. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing with Cooper Cup. I say Cooper Cup's longest catch is over 28 and a half yards. I kind of like that one. Um, he's going to get something. I mean, think about this. If you're projecting him for about eight, nine catches anyway. Um, And so let's say like he, I mean, 28 and a half doesn't seem that long. I mean, all he's got to do is catch a deep pass and he's not a deep threat. I mean, he averages about eight and a half yards a target, but he's great after the catch and that's where you can win this bet on one play. So considering the volume he's going to get plus the fact he can break one, I'll take Cooper cup over 28 and a half yards on any catch.
1: Okay. I like that one. And I agree with you on the, uh, you know, after the catch Uh good opportunity. Mm-hmm. So Mark, what's your, what's your second prop?
2: I'm thinking the same way he is just picked a different player. I took Odell longest reception over 22 and a half. I think he's going to, you know, anytime he catches the ball, you know, he's always, you got that opportunity to get the yards after catch. And, uh, Usually he's pretty far downfield on his route. So it's easy. He breaks one tackle. He's over 20, 22 and a half yards. So I I feel good about that one too.
1: I've got one for you. I like that. I'm going to go with a third one for me is, is a little off the board prop and it involves Sean McVay (laughs) because he has a tendency to call a lot of timeouts, uh, that are that are unnecessary timeouts. Okay, he yeah. actually leads the league with 2.9 unnecessary timeouts per game. <laughs> so unbelievable stat, right? So I have the Rams to take the first timeout in the football mm. game at minus 110, um, mm-hmm. and and the stats back that up. I'm actually surprised that the juice is in a little bit further uh, for for uh, for the uh, Rams. Uh, to take that first timeout and and look perfect example is how he was calling timeouts last week. I mean, he isn't a guy who holds on to him and waits for him till the end of the game. So, kind of a random st- a random stat, but there is information out there that he calls the most unnecessary timeout. So, I'm going to say Rams first timeout in the Super Bowl and I will be rooting for that one like crazy. Anthony, what's your second one?
0: Or third well, this one? be a third and I, you know, it's these are these are um uh... You know, part of the value, you know, we talk about first touchdown scores and I like the value you get, Um, you know, first score of the game. Does it have to be a touchdown usually, you know, you could have a field goal. And so, you know, you hope that I like the Rams, you know, first field goal, first score of the game being a Rams field goal at four to one. I just I feel like, you know, it doesn't have to be a touchdown. And so I do like that one a little bit. I'm going to look into that. I was going to talk myself into the the shootout number, which is, you know, where you have two of the best passing offenses and two of the weaker passing defenses, although the defenses have been well documented that they can come to play, but you can get 25 to 1 on Burrow and Stafford both going for 375 plus. Mm. I'm in shoot shootout, now that's a big number. That's, the 375 is a big number. They both have to hit it. But if they do, you're getting 25 to 1. I'm, I'd be a little worried about getting, getting there. But that's the value is something to think about. And then, you know, the, the Rams and the Bengals ranked third and 11th, respectively, in total sacks this season. Um, burrow has been sacked, you know, a lot, the most. Stafford is about, two two, about three times a game. In the playoffs, the Bengals are averaging about 2.6 sacks per game to the Rams 1.6. Um, you got the extra time to prepare. You, know, you hope that would help. Everyone's thinking about those nine sacks. So this number now is at 5.5 on total sacks. And I'm, I'm toying with going under here, but it doesn't feel right. It just it feels like but to get to six sacks, that's a lot. That is a lot. Now, in a Super Bowl, the quarterback may be more likely to eat it than than to try to make a bad mistake. So you gotta factor that in as well. But I'll probably go under five and a half sacks. But the one that I'm really got my eye on uh, the two quarterbacks at 375 plus at 25 to 1. It'd that's be a fun one to root for. That's
1: right. That would be a yeah. fun little lottery ticket. Yeah, 25 to 1. Yeah. You don't expect it to happen, but at uh, 25 to 1, I think that's pretty Maybe good. Maybe you get value. overtime,
0: you get some hidden yards there. Who knows? Yeah. All right, Mark, your final prop.
2: Uh, Stafford at 24 and a half completions. He's been over that every game uh, in the playoffs with the exception of that blowout against the Cardinals. I think he had like... 13 or four that game, but you know, cause they just ran the ball most of the game. But other than that, he's been well over uh, that number on completion. So I feel good about that
1: one. I like that one too. I, I agree with you on that. Okay. So uh, let's finish this out. What is, your favorite prop bet out there that you've seen that you can actually bet on, right? So any random thing. For me, I always find it funny uh, to uh, the Gatorade color at the end of the game. You know, it's something that is so random, but if you can guess at the right color, and I'm thinking if the Bengals win, that that Gatorade's probably going to be orange. That would be kind of my lean. Uh, but that's the funny prop mm-hmm. bet that I've seen out it's there. It's got to be I the like.
0: favorite, right? Yellow, is... or yellow or one, because they both have the, the color of popular Gatorade colors. Yeah. You just got to get the right team winning.
1: Is there one that you like out there that, I mean, not necessarily that you're betting, but one that you think is a
0: fun prop bet? Go ahead, Mark.
2: For me, it's a tradition. I always bet on the coin toss. You got a 50% chance of getting it right. <laughs> so I, I, I throw in on that every year. It's just for entertainment value. Plus it's a quick kill. First thing that happens, you
0: know? Yeah. And like you said, you got better odds than you do on the roulette wheel. Cause if you just go black or red, you, you got to take in the two greens on the roulette wheel. So at least you don't have that. Um You know, there, there's Kelly, Sta- uh, Kelly Stafford. Matt's wife is a heavy favorite to be shown first during the game. Outside of um, McVay's fiance. I think it's a no brainer that they would show Kelly Stafford first. But it's minus 225, so you're paying a pretty big freight on that. Um, The other one I like is which highlighter image they'll show first um, of any player, a past player. It's kind of a fun one. The favorite is Boomer Esiason based on the quarterback situation. Then you have Kurt Warner for the round. Like, would you show Boomer first, Kurt Warner? You'd think they'd go to the quarterbacks first. Collinsworth is next, then Icky Woods, then Marshall Falk, then Eric Dickerson. Um what are the odds? Dickerson's pretty good at twelve to one because of the goggles and all that, but the quarterbacks have been such a narrative for this game i'm I wouldn't bet on her. I'd have to bet either Boomer scicin or Kurt Warner. Now, do we go to Kurt Warner based on the fact that they've won one? They're at home, the games in l a would they would the narrative would that would would the broadcast would NBC have that package set up first, or would this be Burrow and then boomer to me. The Bengals' first appearance since '88, you know, maybe you do show Boomer or Sison, but Boomer's the favorite. Warner's 11 to four. Boomer's four to five, and so, and then Collins oh, makes their five have, to one.
2: I wonder if they'll have Jim Everett choking out uh, Jim Rome. No, right there. no,
0: he's not on the board. But maybe you, you could suggest that as a prop if we get a Chrissy Everett sighting.
1: Um, boy, that that is interesting. Here's why I would lean. Kurt Warner, number one. There's that connection of huge underdog yeah. in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and you know Boomer Esiason's a CBS guy. Mm-hmm. This Super Bowl's on NBC, mm-hmm. That's right? Um, I could I could see that playing it. Boy, I
0: like your uh, thought process on that. And the other thing is, let's be honest, the game is in LA. It's yeah. just going to be there will be a lot of. Stuff now that's the St. Louis Rams, you know, not the L. A. Rams, so right, you know, you got to factor that in as well. The other stuff, you know, the fun ones are, you know, will they show the Hollywood sign before they show the Hollywood Walk of Fame? You know, I, I think the Hollywood sign would be a favorite there, and then the actor, the actor prop. Which which famous actor do they show first? Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio will probably be there. Uh, Damon and Affleck more associated with the Patriots, so probably not. Jennifer Lopez, Kim Kardashian. um... Who do you guys like there? I think DiCaprio would probably be the call.
2: Is Cruz one of the options?
0: No. Um, I don't know if I, they must have gotten word that these are the five that will be there DiCaprio, Damon, Affleck, Lopez, and Kardashian. Hmm. Then you have a who, who, what athlete will be shown first? Magic or LeBron? Oh. Who's, probably LeBron. Magic's the favorite, a two to one. LeBron's five to two. Who else is mm.
1: Who else is on that list?
0: Um, Clayton Kershaw. No. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, the other and the other celebrities would be like Kevin Hart and Justin Timberlake. They're on there also. Gosh, Super Bowl betting is the best. Yeah.
1: It really is. It is. All right, let's end it with our MVP pick and our final score for the Super Bowl. We'll see out of the three <laughs> of us who ends up with the closest uh, score. I'm um, gonna let
2: Mark go first.
1: Mark, who's the MVP? And what's the score?
2: Uh, Joey B is the MVP. Um, I really like the odds on that Aaron Donald MVP, though. If that ha- were to happen, I think it would be a nice payout. But I'm going with Joey B and 28-31. to 28-31.
1: So you're, you're saying over and the underdog Bengals. Okay. Yeah. Anthony? Hmm.
0: This is difficult because you're pinning me down so early before the game. And this is like this has room to change. Yes, it really does. Um, it feels like. It feels like I'm in, in like a 30 to 27 type game. It just has that feel to me. So you're saying over as well. What is the over under 48 and a half? Yeah, by the way, what is the Bengals total points like 22 and a half? Something like that.
1: Uh, yeah, it would be if they're a four and a half point dog. Yeah, that would be,
0: that would be right. Yeah. Um, it feels like a 30 to 27 game to me. And unfortunately my lean right now is to the Rams with the Bengals covering though. Yep.
1: Yeah, I'm leaning Rams too, but I've, I've got a much lower scoring game. I see it as a 24, mm-hmm. 20 type game. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I lean, the Bengals points, but Rams winning the game, and my MVP. Uh, look, All right, yeah. you got to give it to a quarterback. It's I'm probably going to be Stafford, yeah,
0: and yeah. I'd be going Stafford too, because unless Cooper Cup somehow just dominates the whole thing. And I think his odds, like Mark, I think he there would be some decent value there. What is he like, six to one or somewhere like yeah, that? Yeah, five to one. Yeah, so you could go with that route. But they, there's just been too much narrative around the quarterbacks for whoever wins this game, unless it is just an ugly game. And they're not, but if they're going to throw it as much as we think they're going to throw it, then I think we'll uh, we'll be okay there with with our with our all of us being on the Bengals plus four and a half, and you know maybe we can even backdoor cover if we're down in the game. But yeah, it's it's a coin flip game. It's climate controlled. You feel like, and by the way, it's going to be crazy warm out there. I don't know if you guys saw it. Really? And, and for what everybody says, that stadium bakes like a greenhouse. Yeah, like the temperature outside is supposed to be like 84 on Sunday. Oh, man. And it's supposed to be 87 on Thursday. Like record-breaking highs Jeez. for L.A. And you will be there. And I'll be there.
1: You'll be enjoying the sun. And next Monday, we will be recapping it here on Cash and Out. That is it for this week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Bengals.